What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. Ezekiel Elliott to the New England Patriots, 28 years old, coming off a year with 231 carries, only 17 catches. But I'm going to do my best to scare you, all right? I'm going to scare you right off the bat. You, Jamie... Hide behind your covers. You're about to tremble with fear. Oh, no. Inside the two-yard line, or including the two-yard line, Ramondre Stevenson, six carries, one touchdown. Zeke Elliott, 11 carries, eight touchdowns. He's coming for your goal line touches, Ramondre Stevenson. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's the only angle I can play here. What's your thought on this? You've been the high guy on Stevenson all offseason long. I would have to say you were ahead of the curve, and now Stevenson's like pick 24, basically. You still comfortable with him at the 2-3 turn? No, but I'm not going to panic. You know, I, I think this is clearly a knock on what the upside could be because, you know, if he struggles in any capacity and if he fumbles, you know, then they'll probably give Zeke more carries than we expect. Obviously, this is, I think, an indication of, like you said, the short yardage work. And, I, you know, I, I think everything you're reading uh, in, in the aftermath of him signing you have to be concerned that that that's going to be the the problem. I think if I if I remember the stat correctly, they had ten rushing touchdowns as a team last year from the running back position, and then yep. twenty four the year before, and eight the um, year before that though. Uh, right, but you know I, I think just looking at better quarter, better uh, offense coordinator, better just offense overall, that they would get closer to the the twenty four number than they would be where they've they've been. So I think just by you know the natural. You know, trickle down process. He's going to score even with Zeke there. Um, I don't think Zeke's going to take him off the field in passing downs. The question is, is is somebody else going to take him off the field? <clears throat> Excuse me, in passing downs. So I still think Stevenson's got top fifteen upside. I'm not going to drop him probably further than that, uh, but he's no longer going to be a top twelve guy. Yeah, and I said you know, only eight the year before twenty twenty eight rushing touchdown from running backs. They actually had twelve from Cam Newton, so they had twenty rushing touchdowns overall in 2020 I think they had 25 in 2021 and then a down year last year all right so I put up a Twitter poll um Ezekiel Elliott uh, the Patriots are signing Ezekiel Elliott what does this mean for Ramondre Stevenson I just put it up 312 votes so far no change in value move him down a few picks down at least a round and right now no change in value only 18 percent 
Move him down a few picks, 47%, down at least around 34.8%. Where would you fall in those three categories? I mean, like I just said, move him down a couple spots. You know, so I think you take him now after, for sure, you know, you asked us on our Monday show, uh, the start, Justin Jefferson, the combos, Justin Jefferson, Stevenson, and and a receiver. Uh, I think it was Devontae Smith. Or the other receivers. I mean, it's easy to go to the other receivers. It's easy to take the quarterbacks over him at this point, you know, if you're so inclined. And then I think, you know, he goes to where behind the the next group of receivers, even of Chris Olave, T against Chris Olave, whatever order. Um, he's closer to uh for me, he'll be, you know, in the Najee Harris, Travis Etienne range. Mixon. Mixon for sure over him. Yeah. Over him. Yeah. Okay. Jameer Gibbs. Probably so. I mean, you know, I'm 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 a big Jameer Gibbs guy in PPR, yeah. and I think that Gibbs might have more upside. What role does Zeke play? You know, he's been last year only 17 catches, but in his career, he's been really good, at least reliable as a blocker, as a yeah. pass catcher. Now, the last three years, his yards per catch, when we talk about his yards per carry, his last three regular seasons, he has two carries over 27 yards. He's clearly lost something, but his yards per catch have also been terrible. The last three seasons. But guess what? Ramondre Stevenson was really bad there last year, too. So I wonder what Zeke does. Does he do short yardage? Does he just spell Stevenson? Does he work on passing downs? Is he just 28 years old and crappy and does almost nothing? What's your best guess here? What's his role? I hope he's 28 years old and crappy and does nothing because I, I'm, like you said, you know, I was really excited about Ramondre Stevenson. So, you know, if, if Zeke is washed up and can't get the job done, then, you know, they'll stick with you know, Ramondre in, in what seems to be a, a pretty high level role. What was the expectation? You know, so I, I know we had, um, I, I want to give credit where credit's due. We had Joe Pisapia from Fantasy Pros on, and he was talking about, you know, having Ramondre in, in bubble wrap for the majority of training camp. You know, it seemed as if they were treating him as the feature guy. So we, we kind of knew that this was a possibility of bringing somebody else in. They also worked out Leonard Fournette a few weeks ago as well. And so there's clearly something that either they don't like about Stevenson or hopefully more so they don't like about the guys behind him, you know, and this is more of an indication of the Kevin Harris's, the Pierre Strong's, the JJ Taylor's, you know, those guys that are not going to be able to spell Stevenson or potentially replace Stevenson if he misses any time. So that would be the hope. But I I think, again, you got to look at pedigree. You got to look at reputation. You got to look at some, some level of contract. I know it's a one-year deal up to $6 million, but for running back these days, that's not something to, completely overlook, even though it's a probably very incentive laden, but there's also a reason why he was let go by the Cowboys, which, you know, seemingly even as, as, as late as last year, it didn't seem like it was going to be a possibility with how Jerry Jones treated him. And then the thought of, okay, maybe the Cowboys were holding a spot for him. I don't know how much the, the money factored in. I'm sure it was a lot in terms of his deciding factor. Why didn't he go back there if there was an offer potentially on the table or wait to see if there was going to be an offer on the table. So, you know, you got to look at it, you know, from, I think all angles, I just, I just think, Age at this position matters so much. And when a guy starts to look like he's on the decline, it's hard to say he still has something left, even in a new surrounding. Yeah. And for Pollard, you know, people were worried about Z coming in and stealing touchdowns from Pollard. Don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, is Zeke a good handcuff? Are you drafting him? I wouldn't draft him with the idea of being a handcuff. You know, oh my God, I drafted Stevenson. I got to get Zeke to, to back him up or you know, even in the, the lottery ticket realm, you know, he's, he's a guy that is, you know, I, I think going to be touchdown dependent, you know, and if last year was really an indication of how bad this team was, maybe Mac Jones just is not good. Maybe the skilled players are just not good. Maybe they're going to be a, 
a grinded out, you know, field goal type of team. I don't think that's the case, but you can certainly make that argument. Then how many touchdowns is he going to score? And if he's not scoring all of the touchdowns, is it now a split goal line roll or a split touchdown total scenario? So I think the nice thing about it is that Stevenson still showed some flashes two years ago when Harris was scoring, you know, what was it? 12, 15 touchdowns. I forget what it was. Um, uh, that, yeah. I don't know that season 15. I think he was still productive. He just wasn't as good as he was last year. And you've made note of this, how much of it was the offense was just completely terrible. And Mac Jones had nobody to throw to. He's got Juju. He's got, you know, Devontae Parker missed time last year. They have some young receivers that they like. I know, um, Gusecki got hurt in practice on Tuesday, or excuse me, on Monday. Um, we'll see how much that factors in, but they have just better receiving options and a better offense. So how many of those receptions will still be there for Stevenson? So you just got to downgrade him a little bit. If you're still in on him like I am, you're still going to probably look in the third round, but we'll see how the market corrects itself. Maybe he falls to the fourth round, and then you're getting what could be a huge bargain for the same type of player. All right, I have a draft in 30 minutes. Very interested to see uh, the impact here. So you're picking fourth. I have the you, yeah, I have the fourth pick. I'm telling you, you he's not going to be on my team unless he falls well, to me you, in the. You in would the not have round. taken him at the two three term because you've been passing him up pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. If he's there late round four, yes, yes, I I th- I like that's the thing about these names: Zeke, Fournette, Kareem Hunt. They're big names. I don't think they're big players anymore. And the stat I gave at the top of the show about Zeke being so much better inside the two yard line, I w- I watched every one of those runs from Amandre Stevenson. And maybe he's maybe he's slow to get to the point of attack. Maybe it's his fault. I don't know. But my opinion is he didn't have much of a chance on most of those. If yeah. Zeke were running behind that offensive line compared to the Cowboys' offensive line, uh, he wouldn't have scored uh, on that type of success either. So I don't I don't necessarily think Zeke is better than Stevenson there. Although I do think if I had to say one thing about Zeke, watching his goal line runs compared to Pollard, he was really good at that last year. So I do think he could be good, but I do think the line had a lot to do with it too. I guess my point is Zeke could be good there. Don't necessarily think Ramondre can't be. I think he was a victim of circumstances. But yeah, I mean, these are big names. Um, I wasn't in love with Stevenson there because I, I just don't see him catching the same amount of passes. And I want like in the in the early third round, I still want a dynamic, explosive player. And I get that with ETN. I get that with Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. I get that with T. Higgins and Devontae Smith. And I think Chris Olave. I might get that with Mark Andrews. I don't know if you I might get, get it with Gibbs. I might get that with Gibbs. I'm a little nervous in, in anything but full PPR there. You're right. I well, don't know well. that I get that with Stevenson. That's why I was a little bit more hesitant. Um, I can tell you if he's there, fourth pick of round three, I'm not taking, taking him. If he's there, ninth pick of round four, I would absolutely take Ramondre Stevenson there. We'll yeah, see. I mean, and you know what? You might win the lottery because people panic and they yeah. don't want to draft him in the first three rounds. Yeah. All right. There Jamie, is a very big winner, though, as a result of this. And that's Tony Pollard. Yeah, exactly. I love it. <laughs> I mean, what's the obstacle now to drafting him in the first round, late in the first round? He's mid-round 280p and... We love it. I mean, look, it's hard to say that he may not be better than I, I for me, I won't change the first three guys. You know, McCaffrey, Eckler, and and Bijan. He might be fourth. I mean, he might be better than Barkley. He might be better than Chubb. You know, that's where he is right now for me. Six behind those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you can't he's never shown that he can, you know, stay upright for a full season. I think that's the biggest knock on him. And it's a fair criticism. Uh, but man, he's going to be so good when he's on the field. All right. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it. 
and we'll talk. You got to, it, man. We'll talk Good luck Jamie. with your draft. Thank you. Oh, I love this time of year. We'll talk to Jamie tomorrow with Dave as well for Sleepers. Thanks, everybody. See you. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 